Good morning, Rabbi Boisai. Ah! Lili Nishmas, Imi Marasi, Ruspas Mordechai. Welcome to the guests. We have two guests with a very similar name. We have Rabbi Vigdor Fold and Reb Folda. What's your first name again? Mamish, <laughs> semi-related, almost. One is from Eretz Yisrael. Avigdor came in special for the Shabbaton. And he has a wife of a tzedekis who allowed him to stay a little extra. And uh, you're here on vacation, huh? Came for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Rodney wow, just moved wow. down here. It's his first time at the last year. What's your name? Rodney Nassimi. Rodney Nassimi. He moved to from New York. All the way from Boga. It's not a, how, how far is Boga from here? 40? So an hour. Wow. So all those who came from Boca, a bunch of guys. Yeah. Came in from Boca. So Yishkoyach told you. This is my final shear for now. Until I come back, I think in February is the plan. For Simchas. Bezer Hashem. And uh, we start off with a capital Tehillim. We'll say it all together. I just got word. I don't know, you know, how these things work. But supposedly, this is, for me, very good news. I hope it's for everybody. That the Chayalim are inside Chifa Hospital. Yes, sir. So they need a lot, a lot of tefillah. And we have to say it for Kavana. Obviously, they're expecting them there. And they had over a month to prepare their arrival. And they're very good at hospitality, these guys. So I'm sure every door is rigged, and we need a lot, a lot of tefillah, a lot of siyat shemaya. But it's it's a very good sign. They they wanted to be there for a long time, and um, you know, hopefully they find some some of the hostages or whatever it is they they are able to find, and it should be a tremendous atzlacha for them. And uh, we could do what we know how to do, and that is to learn Torah, to daven. We're here on the other side of the ocean, six thousand miles away. And we do a lot with our Torah. And they're in there right now as we speak. They're going in operations right now. It's the middle of the night. And that's where, so we're going to learn Torah for, in their schos. And we're going to say Shir HaMalos together. Shir HaMalos mimamakim krosicho adoinoi Adoinoi shimo vikroili Yenos nechok hashuvois lekotach anunoi Im avoinoi stishmoryo adoinoi miyamoid Kimcho aslicho lemanti borei Everybody together. Shir is dedicated to all the chaylim that need a lot of siyata deshmaya, to all the chaylim, to all the captured, crazy number, children and elderly. They should have a complete demise. They should disappear from the face of the earth. And uh, we shouldn't hear from Mortsaris. And Klaiso is in a terrible, terrible situation where people are scared. A woman today um, said something to me in an anti-Semitic way, and I, I called her out on it. And she apologized. 
but it was obvious that she was anti-Semitic. The way she did it, the way she said it. And I think there's hundreds of thousands of people in every country now that have these views. And Klai Sol is in a We need a, you know what we need? We need Mashiach. We need a Geula B'Mehera. That's what we need. Amen. We have uh, an email becoming a minug. Email from people that are here in the room. As I told you, for personal reasons, I need a vacation. So I came to MDY Shabbaton and to increase my vacation. So Avigdor is one of the only people that was able to come. There's maybe a handful. We had Yaakov Sitran, Chaim Snow, the both photographers, videographers. They came. They're a very big part of MDY. They came. They did a little bit of work. Avigdor is one of the only ones that came all the way from Eretz Yisrael during the war to be a guest. Him, Betty, Benny Rodnick also came as a guest. Um, I, I might be missing people, but like Tomer and Gary and Yosef and Noam and Avi, they're, they're part of the staff. So it's a little different. But for somebody to come straight out just for that during the war, leaving a family behind with the sirens and everything else, how many sirens did you guys have there? Zero, really? Wow. It's not such a big clock. Okay, forget you. <laughs> you mean us in Bethshemesh, we had more than you? We've had close by, but not by us. That's incredible. Because you're all the way up north over there. In the middle. So In the middle. They can't reach us and they can't reach us. <laughs> they could reach they us. They could, but they don't they want could. to. Yeah, you guys are small fish. Okay, see, so you're not really aware of the whole pachat of the siren and where your kids are and that all. Thing. Okay. As I told you, and to increase my vacation, I stayed for two weeks. I was supposed to be on a flight back to Israel tonight. Sunday morning, my brother surprised me and came to America. He told me he's going to my... Which brother? Zezi? He's at a wedding. Oh, okay. And it happened. I read this the first time. Now I should join him. Now, I don't read all these emails, but I do read all these emails. But this was already inserted into things, so... But I got to read it. Besides the fact that I get to go to Miami, I was excited as I can go to a live share. So I extended my trip until Sunday, and here I am live in Miami, unfortunately for the last night. But at least I made it. Thank you, Ravelli, for my stress relief pill of Tyra. Your time on a big default. You, do, did everybody get a stress relief thing? Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the. There's a lot of merch, a lot of merch. I hope this letter reaches rebellion in rather personal nature. So I'm going to. I took out his name. But because I'm in Miami and it's from a person in Miami and he's a, a Rebbe in Miami, so I'm reading it. Shalom Aleichem, my name is. I am a Rebbe in Miami and I've been a Talmud of yours since Megillah Base. Baruch Shem, I don't think I've missed a day yet. Recently, while watching the CM Kedushan, I heard your father-in-law speak for the first time, and he mentioned that he was a specialist in sleep apnea. True, he's a world-renowned surgeon, and one of his specialties is sleep apnea. I've been suffering with sleep apnea for over 20 years and wanted to know if I can contact him. Perhaps he can help me. Chicago. But kids are, my father-in-law has a house here in Miami, and he comes here all the time. So maybe we could get you in touch with him. He does help Rabbeim, and he's a big, big, big Balchesed. Apologies for not actually coming to you in person while you're here. It's not able to get there, but it was one of those watching online. Pretending to the father when he stayed by Rib Gershon Fish. Perhaps one time he could be, come to North Miami Beach. We can meet. Looking forward. The kids are called to Megillah Daf Beis. Beis Hashem. Uh, when my father-in-law does come here, hopefully he comes soon, we'll have to hook you up somehow. I got this picture from two people. This is Shmuley Kleiner. One person says Shmuel Klein, but I found out later. Shmuel Kleiner learning the daf on his way to Washington. Where only 25,000 people came to demonstrate and say that there should be a ceasefire in Gaza. That's what was reported in the news. You believe this? 
I mean, some places. Obviously, there's hundreds of thousands of people there, and they did not come to say that there should be a ceasefire, but you can spin it any way you want. I was supposed, this I said I'm going to read today, so here it is. Learning with MDY since Yvonne's has been an absolute life changer. The way you give the shear leaves an indelible mark on me every single day when I learn the shear. The Shabbatana in Connecticut is beyond anything I've ever experienced in my life. To be able to meet you in person and attend the live shear and to meet people in person that I've seen on screen was so incredible. It was great reconnecting with my Chaim Berlin classmates, Yochan and Itzkowitz, and your brother Rafal, as well meeting Avi Kamiansky and Omfix, Tomer Levi, Avik Default, it says there. I'm not making it up, it's in there. I could stick it in, but I didn't. <laughs> And so many other amazing people from my past and present. So you remember this guy, Pinning Gilden? Okay, so you didn't make it up. I didn't, I didn't make it up. The Shabbat itself from diving with the Sheer Choir. The speakers, Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, Rabbi Ari Ben Shushan, and of course, you were captivating, gave me trans chizik during these difficult moments in our history. The Siyam was the Shabbos, from the food to the music, dancing, speeches, all incredible. I didn't want it to end. Looking forward to many, I'm telling you, we were there at 2, 3 in the morning. People didn't want it to end. Looking forward to many more moments of Achlis with you, finishing shots with my MDY family, Cesaria Talmud. Penny Gilden, I started MDY by Gitten. I've been pretty on target since, but sometimes, I will admit, I end up playing catch-up. Anyway, I came to the MDY Shabbaton, and like everyone else, mamish, no words. Also, when Rabari Ben Shushan was speaking Shabbos Day during davening, he threw in a little something about maybe stepping out of a comfort zone and doing something extra because of October 7th, maybe doing Chazara. Shumalaychem, guys. Oh, 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 all the way from Detroit. I know you live here, right? Shalom Aleichem, how you doing? My cousin. Cuz, get over here, cuz. You don't want to say hello to 20,000 people? Busha, come, come, get over here. I made a series of rugs last year, Kelly, in the middle of Shabbos, but I decided to pick up Nash and learn that from Shabbos. Come, come, come. Maybe you could get into the camera here. You, you bend down. Say shalom aleichem. This is my cousin from Detroit. Say your name. Eli Irons. Shalom aleichem. Not you're Eliezer, right? Eliezer. Oyve, not not after the girl. After the girl. You are. Yeah. Both named after the girl. I didn't know that my cousin is named after the girl. Wow. <laughs> Eli Irons. What? I'm named after the girl. Yeah. You weren't at the Shabbos. You had known. Why? Why? Oh, thank you. Where was I? Going back here. Oh, the Kitzer, because Rabbi Ben Shushan said something about doing Chazorah, he took upon himself. He made a scene on Brooks last year, currently on Shabbos, but decided to pick it up a notch and learn a daffodil day from Shabbos as well. And I look forward to Mir Tashem completing Shabbos with all of MDY. So I say this over and over. Whoever wants to start from the beginning of Shabbos now, great, but it's not necessary. Because if you start in Baba Kama, you're seeing a Shabbos is Baba Kama, and it's fine. Shabbos is just a Ferris wheel. Wherever you get on, you get off. You don't have to start in brachas. It happens to be that Chas officially starts in brachas. It started in Baba Kama also. I was going to give you a shout out to Donnie Fine just for being so awesome. Can't wait for the next Shabbaton. This time I'll bring my kids. Naftali Kraus. Oh, Rabbi Sai. No, no, no. This is not funny. Yoni Klar was the person that we learned for. We did till him uh, all sorts of things. He's a 52-year-old. Actually, he was 51, I believe, when he got a stroke. And um, he was nifted just a few days ago. Mark Ashkenazi went to his house. And on the refrigerator, he had these two famous charts of Trumas and Meisters and Tuma. They're slightly upgraded these days. But I thought it was fascinating that a person in a place that you put the pictures of your children and, and, and the grand, all this stuff. Here it is. He wants to remember Trumas and Meisters and Tuma and Tahara. And underneath it says the... 
article about uh, Gudu, you know, the the Sa'ah and all that thing. He has it in the, in the yellow note, I noticed also. Kitzer, tired of the thing. Mezin Shama have an Aliyah. Akash was very proud of him. As he was in a coma or not responsive, and then a little bit more responsive, they were playing the Sheer over and over. That's what they wanted to play the Mishpacha. So the Shama should have an Aliyah, and the Mishpacha should have an Chama. The Masechta is sponsored for the unity of Am Yisrael. The Parasach Chodesh. The Nishma Zechai B'Moshim, the Nishma Zechai B'Moshim, the Nishma Zechai B'Moshim. Parasach Chodesh, Rufo Shlema, for David Vayra B'Asara, the mother of Gershom B'Moshem. Parasach Chodesh, Atzloch L'Schos, Yisumeir Ben Rochel, and Yidin Worldwide. Parasach Shavua, Mordechai Sepazim, Zech Nishma's his grandmother, just Nifter, Fegish Prince of Asura, Rav Yitzchok, Sepaznik Olea Shalom, and Nishma Haven Aliyah, Parasach Shavua, Alan Khan, Yocheve Mino Bad Avram, and Amun Arifka Bad Bin Yaman, Zechayim L'Vracha. Morris Grossman, Moshe Grossman, also known as Moshe Grossman, celebrating two Gishmaki years learning with the rebellion since Tainas, Daf Gimel. Two years already. Parasayoim, Rufuas Makaliba Bastova Gittel Rufuashlema, who had or is having brain surgery. The art of the month, Yazim Chai Sarf, all the Schosim that come from supporting Limit Atayra, Shlema Faiba Ben Chayel Rufuashlema. Amen. But boys, I want to tell you something real quickly. Look what I found. I, I couldn't believe this. This is a Baba Kama art scroll Gemara. In the house over here. This is mine. And you open it up. Open it up. And this is ripped out. It's put back in. And then you go to this one right over here. The kids are daf, yudzayin, and yuches are ripped out. And there's a fold. And it reminded me that just two cycles ago, 15 years ago, I was in Florida with my children in Disney World. And I said to myself, I'm going to be standing in line over there for hours. Let's learn something. When I schlep a whole Gemara, I ripped this out. I'm not recommending it to anybody, but I, it brought back memories and actually tears. I ripped it out, put it in my, in my pocket like this. And when I, when I had some time, I went through the DAF online. Why not? Today we have apps, we have, we have phones. We didn't have that back then, 15 oh, years bring, ago. What? Well, you have to bring someone to the DAF to get the small one. Yes. So you're going to schlep it in, in, in Disney one? World? Yes. Uh, but it's, guess what? It's DAF Yudzayin. I'm two days off. I couldn't believe it. Mom is two days off. Anyway, thought I would share that. Rabbi Sai, here we go. We are DAF Yudgimel Aleph. Today's Dafid Gimel. We're holding where we need to hold Baruch Hashem. And the Mishnah says that if your bull causes damage to another animal that's which is a confusing term. Meila means that you're not allowed to use something that's owned by the base of Mikdash. And if you do, you have to bring a carbon, you have to add a chaymash. Your potter, if your animal does damage to something that's owned by the base of Mikdash. So what's aim by Hamila? Just say it's owned by a head yard, you're chayev. Not owned by a private citizen, you're chayev, not private. What's aim by Hamila? So you might want to tell us that perhaps there is a case where you're chayev, where it's aim by Hamila. There's no Mi'ila on Kotche Kalim. Kotchim Kalim. So let me see if I could find here. here. Here's a new chart that Yosh put together for us. Kachim Kalim. 
There's two categories when, when you bring a carbon. I know a lot of people that learn culture and get all nervous when we talk about carbonus, but it's very, very simple. And we have to learn anyways. Mashiach's coming any day. The main carbonus, like a carbon chatos, asham, oila, they're kachi kachim. They're the highest level. You can redeem them. They have very high gedusha. Then there's a bunch of lower categories, and here's the whole list of the lower categories. The whole category of shlamim, as you see, five types of shlamim, shalmin adavish, shalmin chagiga. A lot of people don't know that on Pesach, on Yantif, you have to bring not just the carbon Pesach, you have to bring three carbonas. Some of them are right here in the list. Shalmi Simcha, Shalmi Chagiga. People don't know that. You come to Beis HaMikdash, what are you going to bring? Mashiach comes. You have to bring a checkbook or a credit card, not just for one carbon. You have to bring three carbonas per person or whatever. Okay. Now, carbon Taida we're going to discuss today. Carbon Taida is what happens if a person... Something extraordinary happened to him. He was saved from a car accident, from, from a, a disease. He went over the ocean. He has to bring, today we see gaimel. In those days, they would bring a carbon that comes together with bread. Nazir, carbon Pesach. Meiser Behemoth, we're going to discuss for a second. Bechar, we spoke yesterday. Bechar Behemoth, great. So says the Gemara, one of these guys, if you damage it, since there's no Mi'ilah, you don't, if you use one of these animals, you don't have to bring extra carbon and, and pay 25%, all that stuff. But you have to pay for it. It's different than if you damaged a chatas and an oila. In this case, that's why it uses an interesting lotion. She'ei by me'ila, since there's no me'ila, you are chayev. Okay. Gufa. Four lines from the top. So we had this pasuk yesterday. Here's the pasuk. Umo'ala mal bashem. The Pasuk says that it's owned by Hashem, and then says a second later, Ba'amisoy, it's your friend. So that's where we got this idea that it's something in between. It's not 100% your friends, it's not 100% Hashem's. Hashem's would be Ayla, Chat, Over here we got an in-between thing. What is it? It's one of these Kachik Kalim. The rabbis, Kachim Kalim, they're considered his property, and therefore what? If you damage a private person's property, Ben Azai explains Rabbi Yisai Glili. The rabbi says He quantifies it. He says, no, no, no. If we go to this list, it's only the top part. It's only the shlamim. doesn't include the toidah, nazar, pesach, all that stuff. So remember these two things. We have two sheetahs here. He's talking about shlamim. It, it adds a shlamim. He says, no, it only comes to exclude a bchar. We're going to see. Omar Mar. Now let's talk about the first part. Nazi Oimer, the rabbi says shlamim. Comes to include a shlamim. Lelemute mai. Ilay malemute bchar. So when Nazi says what Rabbi Yosek Lili said, that it's your own private money, it's, it's your property, he's talking about shlamim also. But not a bchar. So Rashi Radwe says, what's a bchar, right? A bchar is when you have animals, the firstborn is a bchar. And the firstborn you have to give to, just like a human being, you have to redeem it, you have to give the five sela to the kayin. Firstborn animal you have to give to a kayin. Completely, to the kayin. But a bchar, in Chutz Laretz, if it's in Eretz Yisrael, it's Hegdish. So now we're talking about a Chutz Laretz. Chutz Laretz is different. Okay. 
Now, it's just cool because a lot of you haven't learned Kachim with us. So just go through some of these concepts. Come familiar with them. Smicha. Here's Smicha. If you look, you see the Kayan resting his body weight on the animal's head. That's called Smicha. Nesachim is the Kayan. He pours these on top. Over here is a picture of on top of the Mizbech. He pours, in English it's called libation. He takes wine and he pours it into the drain over there. I don't have it, but basically you take the chest of the animal, the foreleg of the animal, you lift it, you do a whole, like we do with a little of different directions. Omar, Amris, Momen, Bailamu, Asigmar, how could it be? Shlamim, which you go through all these different things, it just shows you how Kaddish it is. It's a real serious carbon. You have to do smicha, nasachim, And nevertheless, you're telling me that it's considered the property of the owner, Bechar, Mebaya. You're in Chutzlaretz. There's no smicha, there's no nesachim, there's no tenufa. So certainly Bukhar should be considered your property. And therefore what? If somebody damages your property, your Bukhar, he should be liable. We're talking about the 10th animal. Every 10 animals, you have to give to the car. You have to, it's Meiser. Actually, you bring it, whatever. So here's the thing. Here's Meiser real quickly. Every time, he has to count. One, two, three. And then when he gets all the way to number 10, what does he do? Rabbi, you remember? What is it called? Ask of Remy. Bam. He gave him a red dot, and that becomes Meiser. Oh. So says Besides Meiser, Meiser, you don't have to pay if you damage him. Gisanya. It says, by a Bukhar, you cannot redeem a Bukhar. 62 people live on YouTube, I think. And how many on Zoom? I don't know. Okay. Shamalaikum to all 62 people. So, there's an interesting Musig and Shas that when it comes to Bukhar, even if it has a mum and you could eat it, how, what? 28 on All right, cool. 64 now. Um, beautiful. So, almost reaching numbers like in Israel. There's an interesting halacha that even if you have a bachar that has a mum, a mum, you cannot bring on the mizbeach, the coin could check it and eat it. But he has to treat it with proper respect. Can't weigh it and you can't sell it in a butcher shop. You can't, it's called, it's not nimka bitlis and it's not nishka belitra. That's what it's called. Basically, it shows loisivda that you can't redeem it, meaning that it's still you have to treat it with respect. So you can't redeem it completely. Vinimkar, however, it's sold tamchai. If a bchar has no mum, you could sell it when it's alive, not when it's shechted, because then it's already as kedusha ubal mum. And if it has a mum, chay v'shachet, then you could sell it even if it's slaughtered and shechted. However, that's Bukhar. You cannot redeem it. And you cannot sell it. It's different than a Bukhar. You can't sell it. Oh, if you can't sell it, what does that indicate to us? You can't sell something. What does that mean? That means it's not yours. It's not yours. If, if you own something, you could sell it. If you can't sell it, if you're limited <laughs> in what you could do with it, that proves that it's not yours. Great. Okay, so the, 
over here, Ravina just says, it doesn't go on the first line, that he says we're adding shlamim. It goes on the second line that we're going to exclude he, he said he limited it to Bukhar. And this whole thing that we had, he just says it on the last line. Now what? Benazai says, I'm limiting it to Bukhar. What do you mean you're limiting to Bukhar? Only a Bukhar, if you damage it, you're has Gdusha the moment it's born, nevertheless, you consider it property of the owner, Shlamim Abaya, an animal that was born as a regular animal, and the owner decided to bring it as a Shlamim, certainly should be considered the owner's, and if you damage it, you should pay the owner. You're right, it comes to exclude Maiser Gedesanya. Same words, freebie. You see that Maiser has more, less ownership than Abkhar, and therefore it's not considered yours. Abkhar, ah, but the Gemara asks, Abkhar, Bilvat Kamar. He said, Mefurish, Ella, Bibkhar, Bilvat. There's nothing else. You can't add Shlomim, you can't add anything. He said, Bibkhar, Bilvat. What does Bibkhar, Bilvat mean? Only a Bibkhar. Kashia. Interesting that the Gemara twice says two Lashonis that are very similar. Two ideas that are similar. Over here we have Kashia, bomb question. Okay, you're right. So forget what you said. And then a second later, the Gemara does the same thing. Rav Omar, a completely different thing. Rav Omar. So if we go back to the question, how do we start the Sugya? It says in the Mishnah, if you have an animal that you cannot be over Mi'ila and you damage it, then you are chayiv. Just say, if it's a private animal, what's this aim ben meila? Says Rav, I have a pshat. My nechazim she'en meila? Nechazim she'en ben din meila. Yeah, that's exactly what we mean. We mean private animal. Umayniu the hedyot. Meaning, he argues on what we just said. He argues and he says that if it's kachim kalim, that old category of the lighter karbanis uh, that are called kachim kalim, you would be potter. Until now, we said that if you damage a kachim kalim, like a bachar, like shlamim, you'd be chayiv, because he has ownership. No, says Rava, no. Anything that resembles this thing of Mila is potter. Ask the Gemara, we listen to the hadith. But the, the, the whole question was, why didn't you just say a simple word, hadith? Why are you giving me this whole, ain't by a Mila? Kashia. Again, another bomb kashia. And according to some Rishonim, like the Rosh, Rava retracted because it was a good kashia. Like, so what was the half mean? Not exactly sure. Oh, Rebaba. Shlomim Shiziku goiva mipsorom ve'enoi goiva meimireim. Okay, so let's see if I can get there without here. Here we go. Over here we have a goat. I'm going to see this goat in 3D actually soon. This is a taida, okay? So the way, he did a great job here, Yoshi. I'm really proud of him. It goes like this. This goat has imurim. There's different parts of the... This is, by the way, this is not accurate to halacha. This is just for demonstration purposes only. Okay? It's a kuruvayim. It's a... Yeah, the chalev that are on the ksalim. The klayos. Fine. Different things. You take the kidneys. You take this whole... All these things. 
And that's the imurim. You have to put it on the mizbech. Okay? How much is, are these imurim? Whatever. They have a certain value. They have a certain weight. Great. Here it goes. So now we separate the animal, the actual meat, the steak, whatever you want to call it, the, the lamb chops, the goat chops, and the imurim. But we'll do a balpeh. So the Gemara says, check this out. Unbelievable. This goat went ahead and damaged somebody. Yeah? He caused damage. And the halacha is, we have to know the halacha is, that a tam only pays megufay. Remember that halacha? That an animal that caused damage three times or less, the only thing that the owner's liable is whatever that animal's worth. And half of that, he's a tom, half of that. Okay? So if the animal's worth 200, we take 100. Let's say they caused $1,000 damage. Let's say he caused $1,000 damage. Chatzinezik, only from the gufoy. Yeah, if the, yeah, okay, if the chatzinezik, let's see in a second. Check this out. He caused, he's worth 200. And he's only chayev. He did nezik of 200. How much is he chayev? 100. Yeah? His chatzin nezik is 100. The animal, the busser is worth 150. And the imurim are worth 50. Total, 200. Eh, Ellie? See this? He only pays 75. Half of what he's worth. The Chatzineza comes out of half of him. Why? Because we look at him and we say, the other 25, you have to divide the animal. There's a partnership here between the human being and Hashem, so to speak. There's a, this animal has 150 that's owned by the the Adam, the person, and 50 that Simurim goes on the Mizbeah. So, since he's he owes 100, we're only going to take 75 off of his body, and the rest the guy loses. Instead of 100 out of the 150. You hear what's going on here? No? Let's see it inside. When the Shlamim, this Kachikalim, caused damage, then we only take the money that's owed from the meat that you're, that's edible to the bailum, right? The shlamim, kachikalim, the owner could eat. All kachikalim, the owner eats. Even Yisrael. But you cannot collect money from the value of the imurim. What's the chiddush? Of course he can't take money out of there. Says you are no, that's what we just explained. They cannot you cannot use the 150 for everything. You can't take the hundred out of the 150. You have to spread it out on the whole animal. And therefore, 75 is liable, 25 is not liable for. There was a, a story with the Abdurov. There was a guy that was giving brachas. And you know about this? Maybe I even said it. I said it once. I, I remember saying it actually. 
this guy, the, a simple Yid, giving brachas, and supposedly all his brachas, I don't know, all, all is a little bit of a guzma, but he, he had good brachas. And after I wanted to know why, how, how's it working like that? So he went and he followed him, Kitzer. He said, he went over to him, he said, listen, I noticed that when you do business by the cashier register, you put some here and some there. What's going on? So he said, I'll tell you. My wife told me that I need a partner. So I said, okay, I'm going to get a partner. Then I thought about it. I said, Hashem should be my partner. So a dollar that I make, I give half to Hashem, half to myself. And that's how I do business from then on. He's my partner. And I made a deal with him. I'll take care of you. You take care of me. So the kids are, so the after I said, oh, a guy like that, that his partner is going to give so much tzedakah, 50% tzedakah, not the, the, the 10, 20%. 50% tzedakah. So when he asks his partner for something, Hashem, Hashem. So no, just remind me over here, because over here you have a partnership with Hashem. You have an animal, you own some of it, and Hashem owns some of it. To the point where you can't even collect from that, that part that's owned by Hashem. All right, Zakti Gemara. I'll leave it the man. So, I didn't really get, I wanted a chart for this, but I think it's simple enough. We could figure this out. If an animal, think about this thing. You have a bar b'shusarabim, yeah? Bar b'shusarabim, you have a pit, you're not supposed to put a pit there. There's an animal that's peeking into the pit. He's looking into the pit. Comes another animal, gives him a little push. Who's chayiv? The bar or the animal? No, what do you guys say? You're a lawyer. What would you say? You're the Shiloh. There's an animal on the, on the edge of a pit. Comes another animal, pushes that animal in. He's basically, what is he? He's a Karen. He's, yeah, he did damage. But without the bar, there wouldn't be damage. Okay. The, the, the answer is that the main culprit here is the shark, right? But the bar is a secondary damager. So we have a machloikis here. So it says Gemara like this. What you're telling me, it's very interesting. You're saying that don't take damages from the part that's owned by Hashem. Take it all from the private citizen. But I can't take from Hashem. So maybe I should go to you. Maybe you should be liable for everything. And in fact, it's similar to this Shiloh over here with this pit and, and an animal. Why? I'll leave it the man. Yeah, I'll leave it the Rabbanon. Pshita. Ha'amri, Rabbanon say in this case of a pit, according to Rabbanon, then the owner of the, the ox has to pay for everything. But if the owner of the ox, if the ox is a tam, he only pays half. So what about the other half? The owner of the ox is only liable for half. Could I go after the other half from the owner of the pit? Chacham say no. But Rabbanon says yes. Not only that, Rabbanon says the owner of the pit has to pay three quarters versus a quarter. Why? Because the owner, the, the guy is a tom, so he only has to pay half. But he's only liable for half to begin with, because there's two people involved there. There's the pit owner and the ox owner. So each one has to pay 50%. But take that 50% and split it in half because he's a tom. So he only has to pay 25%. So for the other 75%, he can go after the pit owner, says Rabnasim. So that's the Gemara, leave it to Rabbanam So in our case also, you can't go after Akadish Baruchu. You can't go after the owner of the of the carbon.
Alibi the Rivnoson, Haomar. Stam, again, in Babakama, I have to stretch it a little bit. There was a guy, there's a marshal. I said a similar marshal recently. There was the king's son wanted to go, the prince wanted to go on a, on a hunting trip. So he goes, you know, with the, some of the king's uh, most important people. They go, they go out into the forest to hunt. And the king's son falls into a pit. So they jump into the pit after him. He's injured and they start helping this. Then they can't climb out of the pit. They wait there until the king himself, he's supposed to show up. King comes out. So they tell the king, send us some medicine, give us some water. So the king says, shite him. Let's send them medicine. Send a crane to extract you. That's, that's what you should be asking. You're asking for the wrong thing. Us. A lot of times here, we're in gullahs, such crazy gullahs, anti-Semitism everywhere. And what are we asking Hashem? Hashem, stop the anti-Semites. Kill the, the Hamas. No. Get us out of this gullahs. Bring Mashiach. We're asking for the wrong thing. So, says the Gemara, that's according to Rabon. According to Rabon, who says, if you can't go after the main guy, you go after the secondary guy, right? So the main guy only has to pay 25%, whatever the cheshbon is. I said the cheshbon, figure it out. The, the secondary guy, unfortunately, he's liable for 75%. Because a bar, there's no time by a bar. Okay? So we also go after... Hashem, so to speak, or go after the, sorry, go after the, the human being that owns 150 in this animal. We could, we could do it any way we want. We could say it goes according to Rabbanon, according to Rabbanon. Rabbanon say there that you can't go after the other guy when there's two different partners here. There's a, there's a bar and there's a sharp. But like by us, once the armor at the end of the day, the Imurim, the, the Yuseris HaKavid, whatever you want to call it, also were part of the damage. So, but if you can't go after that, go after the part that you could take from. And the Chiddush is, no, you can't. I found your shore in a pit. Whatever I can't get from this part, I get from the other part. Over here, it's one of the same. It was one animal. And the Imurim did damage just like the non-Imurim. But you can't go after the Imurim. So that's it. At the end of the day, this remi- it just reminded me, just as I was reading it, because I'm in real estate, so I'll share with you. I know somebody... In Ramah this is like bad me. This I want to go. I want to take from here. Take from there. Just remind me of this thing that I know a guy who lost a, a massive deal because he was he wanted the price to be a certain thing. He was going to get the same amount of money, but he wanted in the document to say a certain price. What he made it himself in sugar. It was like a gaiva thing. People have this ego, and even in business, I I witnessed this. I saw him lose a lot of money. From ego, from an ego thing. Just the, he wanted that the price should be like this. It should say a higher number. And the guy said, I'm going to give you for my commission under the table. You're going to get to say, no, I need it to be a higher. Kids are done deal. Guy that I know. I'm friendly, friends with a guy, a different guy, who forbade me this. Mamish bad me this. He said, in, he's Israeli. He said in, English, in Hebrew, 
I, I, I don't even want to say the word in English. Fryer means whatever. I don't want to be like a loser. Okay, I'll say it in a nice way. I don't want to be like a loser. For that one statement, Maisa he lost, I, I would want to say like $7 million, his marriage, and he doesn't talk to his kids. Because he didn't want to be fired. Because it's true, somebody got him good in business and he was able to make a big part of it back. A big, like four or five million. No, but I don't want to be a friar. So the he got zero, divorced. He's in the process of losing. I'm show from bad midas. And there's one last thing that uh, we had uh, Rabbi Yaakovson in my house. He used to give shurim every. So he said a good line. He said, when somebody says, on principle, what he's really saying is, my bad midas. That, that's what on principle means. When somebody says, I'm not giving in on principle, that means my bad midas. Fine. Just thought about it over here. Taking from this guy, taking from this part. Fine. Omarava. You know what? I'll just throw in a, a, one nice thing. He said that there was a guy in yeshiva who didn't have children. And this is like the opposite story of this. The opposite of bad me this. Guy in yeshiva didn't have children. And he came and he asked, what should he do? What should he do? Many years married. He said, you know what? The famous thing says, you daven just for your friend that doesn't have children. And he called him the friend. He said, and you daven just for this guy. Break your, your teva, break your midas. Daven for somebody with all your heart. I know it's a little bit of like um, a guy that gives dhaka, manas, shiichi, bini kind of thing. Because you know that you're really daven for your friend because you want Hashem to have, But at the end of the day, you're breaking your midas. You're davening for somebody else. You're not davening for yourself. You do it. And sure enough, and it's going to be in my book, nine months and a day later, <laughs> no, a year later, they had a child, and Baruch Hashem. All right, Omar Rav. listen to this. I got to show you this clip, and I'm going to ask Dario if they understand, okay? This is one of the, we just started something new. We do a lot of drawings, now we're doing 3D animation. We just started this Masechta, and it's, it's literally in its infancy. This took over 12 hours for 20 seconds. I'm going to show it to you. Tell me what you think you saw here. Because obviously I need to explain, but tell me what you saw. Here we go. Short time of Great. Oh, we did do it. Okay, here. First of all, this is, this is, this is Yoshi. This is not our 3D animator. This is a short on the side of a pit, and it got thrown in. Okay. Gishmak. Okay. I didn't see it before. Yeah, you skipped it because it was out of order. Maybe it's maybe maybe it's yeah, still it ahead. Yeah, it before it was okay, out of order. here we go. Yeah, you know what it is over there. Correct. It's all the way here. All right, Rabbi. I'm not telling you what happened. Tell me. Tell me what you think happened there. Here we go. It actually has sound. I don't know if that is. Anybody? Something, okay, plane crash. Then what happened? There's a little bit of, something's missing. You saw the goat? What did it say on the goat? What does that mean? Oh, why? 
Oh, because he survived the crash. He survived the crash. Oh. Oh. That guy survived the crash. So he had to bring a carbon taida. And his carbon taida went ahead and damaged an ox. That's the story. Okay, there's a little piece missing over there. Fine. With the explanation. <laughs> Hopefully. Anyways, that's taida. Taida means you survived a crash. I know a guy very well. I was actually friendly with him, Bronstein from Chicago. He was on United, I forgot what it was, Sioux City, Iowa. The plane crashed and 80 people died and he was saved. What? Yeah, in the cornfield. So he went through, the, he told me the whole Maisa like a bunch of times. Different Nisim and crazy stuff. But he switched his seat and the guy that was in his seat did die. You know, like every, like, you know that in the last week, two people came over to me here in Miami and said that they were supposed to be in Surfside, but one guy, his air conditioning went out, and he rented an apartment somewhere, and he wasn't. Another guy said, my sister, the official told me, his brother-in-law, he was in Surfside, in the, but his daughter wanted food, so they went to a restaurant. I don't know. It always happens that everybody was supposed to be in the building. There's supposed to be thousands, tens of thousands of people in the building, and they all... I'm not making fun of those people. It could be. If you believe it, you're shaita. If you don't believe it, you're apikairis. Okay, fine. Next. Agoponim, that guy was really on the plane. How do we get so late? We have to finish here already. Okay. If a carbon taida damaged somebody else's axe, like you saw over there, or whatever. If you notice... I'll show you again. No, I'm not going to show you this movie again. But anyways, that kid was holding a basket. And the basket had matzah and bread in it. Because he brought, when you bring a carbon taida, you have to bring 40 breads. Why do you bring 40 breads? Because it's impossible. Four of them go to the kind. It's impossible to eat 36 breads by yourself. So you have to invite your friends. And they eat the meat and the bread. And then they ask you, what happened? And you tell them, I was in a plane crash and I was saved. Okay. So says the Gemara Pshita, If the goat damaged an ox, a bull, you, you take from the goof of the animal that we said. And not from the bread. Says the Gemara Pshita, what is the bread? The bread didn't do damage. Why should you be able to take from the bread? Save it, Srikhle. You're right. Save it, Srikhle. The guy that was damaged, his bull was damaged, he gets all the meat. The guy that's looking, that was on the plane crash, gets zero meat, but he has to bring the bread. Hanami pshit, of course he has to bring the bread. I would think that the bread is there, and without the bread, there's no carbon. It's one and the same. What, you're going to eat the good meat, and I'm going to eat bread, carbs? No, it is your own chiyuv, it's separate, and you bring it, and you eat it. Next. It says in the mission that if you damage property, I'll just say, just in case somebody's watching YouTube, property of a idol worshiper, okay? Because we had Maisa We sent a Gemara to a guy in Hawaii. And he sent in an email, and I read his email. He said he's not really affiliated, and he's so excited to start Talmud, blah, blah, blah. The next day I get an email from him. He says, you guys are horrible people. You said... That there's a whole sugin from Sechel Shabbos that if a wall falls down and I'll call them an idol worshiper, then you're not, you shouldn't be Michal Shabbos. He says, How could you say such a thing? I'm a firefighter. You have to save everybody. 
I'm never doing Talmud. I don't have nothing to do with you guys. You guys are crazy. And so So you got to be careful over here. If it comes to exclude uh, a worshiper, fine. Come on. That's the Mephurish Potter. So obviously, our mission is not going to say the same thing. So this is what it is. We started off over here, but we're going to explain it in more detail in the later Mishnah. You have to damage private property. What does it come to exclude? If there's a Shiloh who's short the damage, then you don't pay. But that's also something we learned. Two bulls. Yeah, it was like in uh, Spain. It was the... The running of the bulls. There's bulls everywhere. And each one says, no, it's not me. It's the other guy who did it. So again, that's what I was saying. That twice we say this with the same question before we said, Kashi, Kashi. Over here, it's Tana Vadam Farash. Interesting. We say, we say it here, we explain it later. Interesting line. That if you're dealing with Hefker, there's no owner, then you don't have to pay. What are you talking about? If the private citizen's bull damaged Hefker, who's going who's gonna to collect money? Who's going to sue him? So the Hefker damaged me. What's the problem? Grab that animal and it becomes yours. Another person grabbed it first, so you can't go after it. Ravino Omar, what's the pshan chazim yichadim? The muti nogach varkach higdish. This I found to be a tremendous chiddush. My bull went ahead and damaged another person, another property, and I'm a, I'm a big chacham. I know that he's going to come after my bull. Megufoy, I say it's hefker. I say it's higdish. Is that fair? No, but it works. Very interesting. That it seems like, oh, you see in the passage it just says, it says, twice. That you have to start being the owner and you have to end being the owner. The beginning and end has to be you're the owner. So Mela, if there's Hefker or Hegdish in between somewhere, then you don't go after the animal, you don't pay. There's some that say they want to be Medaik in the Rambam that no one can be, if it's Hefker, my bull damaged your bull, I make my bull Hefker. Nobody can go ahead and, and grab it. The only person that can grab it is the person that was damaged. That's what the, it seems like from the Rambam. But it is a good Shiloh. What if my bull damaged your bull? So I'm a little bit of a Russia. I go and I'm, I'm, mafker, I'm mafker the bull. As it stands right now, you can't, you can't collect from that bull. Then I go and I grab my bull back. What do you think that Allah should be? No, I'm done him. You hear what happened? It's 100% Hefker. It's out there. Anybody can chop it. Is it? 
Right, I know what you're talking about. You're saying, is, is it Hefker until somebody else grabs it? Is it Shaila like that, I think, in Hefker? But <coughs> if there's a, there's a level that you still own it? Okay, so let's say it's owned by the Tzibor. So I went and I grabbed it. I'm allowed to, anybody, you could grab it, he could grab it. So I grabbed it. I grabbed it back. Now could he come and, and, and claim that he wants to get paid from this animal? What's the difference? If Reuven grabbed it, he can't go to Reuven, for sure. Just, just because I used to be the owner, so I should be different. So the gra is Medayik and Rashi over here, that you cannot come after this animal forever, even if I grab it back for myself. But the tour Paskins, that he could. Fine. Next. We have to finish, because we're very late somehow with this, uh, this new animation stuff. Ask the Gemara, Gemara Din Lebinon. You tell me that you don't need a that you don't need to finish the Din. Hashori Sokol, Gemara Din Udichsev. Fine, the Gemara just says Aleima Shtei Misav Amad Bedin. Gemara Din Shom Kechad. You're right. It goes all the way to the end, from beginning to end, all the way until after Amad Bedin. Chutz Mishusam Yichaz Lamazim. Besides, it has to be that the damage occurred in. Somebody else's shoes. But if you go, if your bull comes into my property and my dog bites your bull, you can't come after me. What is your animal doing in my shoes? You know, in America, unfortunately, some of the, the laws are a little mishuga. Some of the people are a little mishuga. And, and ch- check this case out. I just, I went on for a second. I'm sure you can find a million other cases. In a lesser known case, an 18-year-old climbed on a roof in Reading, California high school in 1982 to steal to steal a 35 floodlight. The young man fell 27 feet through the skylight and is permanently disabled. His lawyers obtained $260,000 upfront settlement with the school plus $1,500 a month for the rest of the man's life. Not like our Gemara here. He went into somebody else's rishos and people have sued for millions of dollars. It happened in Queens. Somebody broke into someone's house and- Injured his arm when he broke the glass and sued the owner for breaking his arm, for injuring his arm. Yeah, you certainly can't put a, a trap for a guy. If you can't do any of this stuff and then you do, you get sued. Great. Sugar. <laughs> Anyways, but the Gemara says no, that if you come into my rishos and my animal damages you, there's no suing, there's no, you don't get anything. I got it, I got it. Thanks. So, Gemara, let's just do a few more lines and. That's it. I don't know if we... Oh, there's some new guys here. Here, it says in the passage, So just the passage just says that it has to be in another Rishos, not in your Rishos. Fine. So what about Chatzar Shutzvim? What if there's a partnership? How do we look at it? How do we view a partnership? Is it considered you came into my... Rushos, or perhaps not, it's your Rushos. So, one pshat is, one sheet says, the potter. So, how do we explain the Mishnah? Very interesting Lashon. So, I have to say that if there's a partnership on this piece of property, so you are Chayev for Shen Viregel, we explain Shen Viregel, but if it's only the mazik, then you're potter. Great. If there's a partnership between the nizik and mazik, then you're chayav and shem v'regel. 
Potter al Hashem al Regal. No, you're Potter. Bachi Kamer. Chutz Mishus Hamichas is not Mazik. Mishus is not even a Potter. Ukeshehizik. This is a new Alacha. Ukeshehizik. Chava Mazik. Lasuye Keret. Keret. So these interesting words. Ukeshehizik. Chava Mazik. We're going into another topic. That what we didn't discuss until now. Keret in the first Mishnah. So you should know that if this the the animal used his horns or something that's similar to his horns, meaning there's no hana, he, he did it deliberate to, 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 to damage, then you chayev. Says Gemara, Nichol Shmuel, that the, in the first Mishnah doesn't mention carrot. El Rav, but if you remember, here, this is carrot, just for the new guy, the guy that warned deer and Bays, is one of the first animations. Imagine, imagine for children, but adults also. The whole shas was animated like this. It'd be murdered. Boom. Okay. So that's carrot. But according, do you remember this chart? I like this chart also. This is not animated, but according to Rav, the word char in the first Mishnah already includes karen, shen, regal. According to Shmuel, it doesn't. But according to Rav, char means karen, shen, regal. So how could you tell me that these words? means Karen. It can't mean Karen. It can't repeat the same thing twice. That the word Shar includes everything. It comes to include Here, remember, we had the different Shemrim. You have a Shemrim, a guy that watches something for free, or he gets paid, or somebody that borrows, or a renter. That the animal did damage in their own shoes. So you also have the halach of tam and muad, nifritz of a But if the wall fell down in the middle of the night, the shepherds will list them or the, the thieves broke it. Have a wonderful day. Yishkar for coming. We'll see you live from Chicago. And in Bezer Shem from Eretz Yisrael, be Mehera.